0: On this episode of Football's Finest, feast and Seth, we talk a lot of John Gruden. Boy, it's spicy. Uh, we talk some Ed Orgeron and his Gotagas. Uh, we also talk about a little, uh, a little budding romance and the lives of a very close, eh, not really, kind of close friend of the show. Um, and then also we talk some fantasy football. And most importantly, we have another little slob fest of Caleb Williams because As OU fans, that's what we do. As always, we hope you enjoy the pod. This is brought to you again by WTH Cattle Company and E78 Fitness Performance. Uh, For all your fitness needs and all your cattle dreams. As always, this podcast is brought to you by WTH Cattle Company. WTH is a locally sourced and owned cattle ranch that is committed to providing you with the best cuts of black Angus beef. Whether you're looking for some nice T bones for a lovely date night with the missus or some burgers for the tailgate, WTH has you covered. Uh, This latest round of processed beef, it'll be ready in late spring of 2022. So if you're looking to stock up with farm fresh beef, then look no further than WTH Cattle Company. For details, contact Clay and tell them that we sent you. Welcome in to football's finest with Easton and Seth. We got a big old show for you today. There's a lot to talk about. Let's just get right to it. How crushed are you right now? I know it's been, you've had a little yeah. bit of time to think about it. We didn't get the emergency pot in like we were hoping for, but how how soul crushing was it to see your boy, John David Gruden, axed? Um, I've had some time to get over it uh, now, but it still stings a little bit. Uh, he was somebody I considered John a friend and I wish him and his wife Cindy the best and in all on all things that they do and I'm just really really sad for for my friend I, I went to his house the other day and we had a chat and he's doing okay but you know he just needs our prayers right now Oh for sure I mean some of the stuff that he said was oh man he can't recover about that one.
1: Yeah, well,
0: yeah, I mean, you're going to tell me with a straight face that you didn't read uh, Michelin Tires? <laughs> no, I, I, there was no straight face in that one. I was trying to, before, you, before I seen uh, the little podcast invite, I was trying to find all the other emails, but you can't find them. All I know is that he made a, a homophobic reference to uh, Roger Goodell and Michael Sam. Uh, yeah he, to... he said that he can't believe that Goodell uh, pressured the Rams into drafting <laughs> 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 um, can we have to bleep love... that can we still say that on the show uh, I might need to go back and edit that one out but nonetheless still a very <laughs> very good quote that uh, reminds maybe... me of a quote by Garrick Johnson <laughs> at a church camp uh, yeah, a, church where he used, camp, used the same word nobody bleeped him <laughs> Oh,
1: man. Oh. But there was that.
0: There was the – what else did he say? He said something about women refs, which, I mean, let's be real. It's like, yeah, we've got a couple of them now. It's like they throw a flag. What for? He said nothing. It's like, what did I do? It's nothing. I don't (laughs) want to talk about it. Like, these refs are terrible. It's basically like trashy refs. Trash. But I was hoping that we'd get uh, this type of apology – uh, from John Gruden, uh, I was really hoping that we'd get a, a deep a, the drive deep fly left into in the center field. I was really hoping we'd get one of those the little Nick Castellanos. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll ask your opinion. I know you don't like Gruden, but you do, you hate to see him get canceled, right? Oh yeah, canceled. You hate to see it. I mean, cancel culture is it's the world we live in now. So. Yeah, it's... but he said it in 2011. <laughs> and what the thing that I find the most amusing about it was ESPN was all high and mighty. He was your damn employee then. Yeah, you had like, to know that that stuff was getting sent, right? Yeah. Like, you had the ability to monitor what was going out of his email, chain, And, like, John Gruden, he's a loose cannon. So, like, are we really surprised that he said any of this stuff? I mean, he also called uh, Barack Obama a P-word in uh. an email as well. I've called him that, too. Not in an email, but... Yeah, but, but so so all of a sudden, you're starting to like Gruden a little bit more and more now. Yeah, yeah. I, he's just mis- <laughs> he misunderstood. He is. Seems like I would love to hang out with him. He'd be fun to party with. Oh, I'm sure he's a blast. But... <laughs> Did you see he also was sending, like, pictures of Redskins cheerleaders? Oh, yeah, because it was... <laughs> the, that's how they even, like, found out about it, was they were doing that probe on, like, workplace misconduct of the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And well, I know he, Garrick has Gruden's back in this, but if he didn't, I've gotten many of uh, scantily clad women pictures from Garrick over the years. <laughs> so if Garrick ever becomes famous, he better hope they don't go through the cabin, the Tommy Brown fan club. Yeah, oh, better hope not. But there was – wouldn't they – so it was their, like, GM at the time that was, like – it was forcing their cheerleaders to, like, take nude pictures – yeah. Weren't they like during their calendar shoots? I mean. Yeah, Gruden probably offered to take him. He probably did. <laughs> you know, he was beaten to him afterwards. But... <laughs> I don't think Cindy's getting him off at home. I think he needs the, the Deadskins cheerleaders. Uh, probably on. not. What does his wife, old Cindy, look like? She can't be that good of a looker. I don't think I've ever seen her picture. Oh, well, I'm going to look her up real quick. I mean, I'm to... guessing she's probably like six. I mean, he's probably Cindy... 55. It means more close to sixty years old. Let's see what she. I mean, she ain't the best in the world, but I mean, good for John. G- maybe when she was younger, uh, she's a gilf. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spell out what that means, but I'm you... pretty sure everybody, but maybe my dad, <laughs> knows what <laughs> I, that means. I hope he looks up g i l f on Google and. Do, do it on your work server, too, Scott. See what happens. <laughs> Preston will head straight to the hub and type it in. <laughs> he's going to be, be in a back laboratory in Mercy Hospital. And he's gonna all- <laughs> You're going to hear somebody back there going, Oh! 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. Garrick! To the left! To the left!
1: <laughs> but well, now,
0: it's... All in all, um, sad way to see Gruden go out because uh... it was I mean, I know, like, when all that stuff was happening, they had a horrible loss to the Bears. But they had started 3-1. and Now they're 4-2. and I mean, it's not – he wasn't going to get fired for performance reasons this year, obviously. I mean, they're tied for first in the division. I mean, heck, freaking watching the Broncos on Sunday, I just knew going into it we were going to lose that game because it's perfect Vic Fangio territory. I'm going to screw that guy, dude. I'm ready for him to be gone. (laughs) I – I believed in him year one. It's like, man, this defense is pretty good with them. They have been horrible this year. They were advertised like a top five defense, and we can't stop the Raiders. So the only good receiver they have is their fucking tight end. Yeah, Henry Ruggs is okay, but yeah, you're right. They don't have a. But Waller has been slowed up. Everybody's been kind of bottling him up. Uh, that's true, but it's like, what are we doing? We've got Von Miller. We've got we've got all pros across our secondary. We've got the highest paid safety in the league. You should be able to stop, especially the pass defense. We shouldn't be that susceptible. We've got like the worst or one of the worst pass defenses in the league right now. On Bill and Sal's first coach fired, they have three. And number one's overwhelmingly Urban Meyer. Yes, that, that makes sense. They have Matt Nagy at number two for the Bears. And then they have their boy Fick Sandy Pack Sangio. Fanny Pack Sangio. <laughs> See, I think so. If the Broncos go in, Cleveland tonight, and they lose, which uh, it's the Case Keenum revenge game, so you never know what could happen. No, they, I mean, the Broncos have a good chance to win that game. The Browns are completely depleted. Yeah, you think that, but. Baker's dinged up, Chubb's out. I mean, it's this is a great matchup If the Broncos. I mean, the Bron- you wouldn't have wanted to see them week one, how they were, you know, week one and two, how they were playing, but, you, would you think... know, they battled with the Chiefs. And Yeah, I mean, you would think that. But they have still got Fanny Pack Fangio as their head coach, and the Browns still have Stefanski. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Kevin. He's Stefanski. A, he's a good play caller. He is. He's, and they've got a good O line. So I mean, and given how, so we just lost our our starting middle linebacker for the year, and we're down to two backups because we lost our. Uh, oh, excuse me. We lost our. Other starting linebacker week one to a torn peck. We've got two two middle linebackers out for the year with torn pecks. So, jeez, yeah, too many we've, roids. I'm telling you, we've we're dec, Well, we're not really decimated with injuries. We just always have these little injuries that pop up, and some of them end up being season ending. And now we just look like shit. And I'm ready for it. As much as this pains me to say, because he's my favorite player ever, college NFL. I love Baker. I have a poster of him in my room and a life-size doll in my bed. (laughs) I love Baker. But he's middle of the pack. But he's still still probably – the, I mean, probably definitely the better quarterback in this matchup. He's better than Case Keenum. Yeah. So here's the thing with Baker. Like, he's not – he's never going to be, like, a top five quarterback, which I think, like – you could have seen that coming out. He needs more people around him to be great. He's not Kyler Murray because he, he doesn't have, like, elite athleticism. He's got a decent arm, but it's not like it's the best I would say the world. him and Tyler, him and Kyler's arms and accuracy is comparable. Those are yeah. pretty close in that regard. I think Kyler might have just a little bit stronger of an arm. But... And Baker, Baker may be slightly more accurate. Yeah, but, like, he just doesn't possess, like, the athleticism. That you would need no. for a guy like he's not Russell Wilson. If he if he was just a little bit more athletic, then I think you could make the case that he's Russell Wilson. But because yeah, he's I'm very the, he's not very athletic. But what's impressive is how evasive he is. That is true. He is. I mean, it's basically like watching Spencer Rattler back there. I mean, Spencer yeah. Rattler so evasive. No, I I'm will just, say I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> just, right Spencer, it Rattler, Spencer Rattler couldn't juke me. No. No, Spencer Rattler couldn't juke his way out of a phone booth. No, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, Chase Sumner could break down and make a tackle on Spencer Rattler. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because all he does is give, like, that giant big step whenever he's trying to juke somebody out, and then he ends up, like, slowing down and pussyfooting around and then gets tackled for, like, a three-yard gain. Had he just run straight, he probably would have gotten the first down. But, But, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I don't know if you've seen any of the drama. Spencer Rattler uh, apparently took Oklahoma quarterback out of his bio, and now it just says quarterback. I saw that. He's so, he's just a callback now. Cool call, callback. So, he's on transfer portal watch. Uh, good riddance to him, honestly. I mean, he, he was nothing but a bust in, in Norman, but we've got the jigaboo Jesus Caleb Williams now, so. You may have to bleep that. Yeah, screw that. Yeah, he's, I mean – People are gonna just think we're OU homers, but I think Caleb Williams is, especially this year. There's not a great, it's not a great quarterback class. I think Caleb Williams is probably the best quarterback in college football right now. I mean, like who else is there? Like Matt Corral, he's been he's been pretty good this year, and then Bryce Young. But even then, they aren't winning because of Bryce Young. They're winning because of their defense, and they're winning because they've got playmakers around them. Is he at Georgia? Who is, who is Bryce is Young? Oh, he's the Alabama quarterback. Oh, okay, okay. I was just yeah. assuming it was an undefeated team you were yeah, talking cause, about. No, because right now he's got the he's got the number one odds for the Heisman. He but does just just because the school he plays at. Pretty much, yeah. That's the thing, though. Caleb Williams, after playing what is it, like six and a half quarters, is now the like fifth has the fifth best odds to win the Heisman. If and, he like, if, if he plays ever, He's got a real chance if he if he goes to town. He's got to go to town the rest of the season. Oh right? yeah, but like he's got the perfect opportunity to do it for his last four games because I'm pretty. I'd be willing to bet the last four games are all going to be against ranked teams because you got Baylor. They're going to be ranked whenever you play them in a couple weeks, more than likely. Iowa State more than likely is going to be ranked. OS, OSU is going to be ranked. So <laughs> OSU should, needs to lose. Jeez. Yeah, that I. As somebody who hates OSU and this is a homer pick, I think they're going to lose this weekend at Ames, and that's where Iowa State's going to jump back into the rankings. Because I mean, Iowa State only has two losses. People forgot about them after they lost to Iowa week one, week two. But yeah, but Iowa's good. Yeah, but the, I mean that's the thing. Like people forgot about them. They jumped out of the they jumped out of the rankings after they got the absolute shit kicked out of them. But yeah, but, but now, I think it's, they lost now the... it's looking better and better because Iowa's number two. Yeah. When did, oh, you think, when, did you, when did you think you would see that? Iowa. Yeah. As exactly. number two. Well, and then, and then Iowa crapped their pants and uh, lost to Purdue at home. So. I'm hoping we can work our way up there. I would love uh, I want Iowa to lose and Cincinnati to stay undefeated and we be the two going into the college football playoff and Cincy being the three. I would love to play well, Cincinnati. I mean, I mean, all we need is Cincinnati to lose and we'll be up there. The, honestly, it could The season could just like play out the rest of the way Georgia, Cincinnati, and us stay undefeated And then we can play Cincinnati in the yes. first round That's I what I'm saying, our, That's what yeah, I'm saying. I, would, I would love our chances against Cincinnati And then, I just don't want to play Georgia In the first round, I don't want us to mess around And lose a game, we drop to like Five or six or seven, depending on who we lose to And have to work our way back up We, we squeak in at the four seed And then next thing you know We have to freaking play Georgia Week One or in the first round of the playoff, and then we're back in the same position as always. Because more than likely, we don't beat Georgia in the first round. No, I could beat. That's and that's also the thing. I could see us beating Georgia in the championship, but given Georgia a month to prepare, it's like what? Like what's what's the point? You're probably going to lose. No, well, I'm, I'm, and our, our air raid offense – Georgia will come off those bowl practices yeah. a little bit better, but our air raid offense, you know, they always say passing offenses kind of look a little bit sluggish coming off yeah. that long layover. So, now, it, it would be s- nice to play a team that we have a better chance of beating first, yeah. get some of those things tuned up. Now, I will say, whenever we played Georgia in the Rose Bowl a few years ago, I mean, they had the number one defense of the nation that year too, and we diced them up. So, it's not like it's like, – Lincoln Riley couldn't do it, and especially with Caleb Williams, who, like, it might be an overreaction right now, but I think he's, like, the – he's, like, if you put, like, all the best traits of Baker, Jalen, and Kyler all in a pot and mixed them together all in the name of flavor, like, that <laughs> – you come out with Caleb Williams. He's a stud. He is, dude. And like, really good. It's just – it's just amazing to see the change the team has made from whenever – he was the starter – or whenever Spencer was the starter, or whenever he became the starter. I'm obviously not ready in his – he's he's played one and a half games, so I'm not ready to put him above Baker and Kyler. But he's probably better than Jalen right now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like he just shows so much – he's a significantly better passer than Jalen. So, it's like if he – and to think we we get him for two and a half more years, that's what yeah. just like is so amazing. It's like, it's like we're seeing now what the next two years will be like. Yeah, so. it could be fun, especially if that defense kind of yeah. comes together. It was it was a little bit rough against TCU. We yeah. made we made hey. Max Duggan look like he was a Heisman candidate. That's true. Hey, we've got two five star uh, defensive commits now. So uh, was Gentry, was Gentry Williams a five or was he a four? He's a five star on Rivals. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So there's there's different rankings for every site, but he's he's a high four star. He started out the year as a five star. I'm pretty sure. And then as the, I think as everybody's, like, senior years go on, they condense how many five-stars there actually are. Um, but then we got that uh, – the guy's name is, like, Gabriel Brownlow Dindy, and he was the number two or three defensive line recruit in the nation. Um, R.D. line is good. It is. So just good. They kind of disappointed last week. But, I mean, they've – especially Benito and Isaiah Thomas are studs. Yeah, I mean, we're – we need – also, we, we spent last podcast bashing OSU. There's a real possibility we have to play them, like, twice in a I row. Know. In a row. But the thing is, like, they, they're winning how OU was winning pre-Caleb Williams. They were winning it on their defense and just squeaking by. Like, there's – they had no business meeting Texas this weekend because the first, like, three – three and a half quarters, and really you could even argue the entire game – Spencer Sanders looked absolutely lifeless. Like he, no, he, he is, was terrible. The first he is down. not a he is not a good quarterback. No, he can't throw. Even Gundy, I was I was on my way back to Norman uh, Saturday morning, and I was listening to Gundy's interview, and he was he called Spencer Sanders a streaky passer. If your coach is calling you a streaky passer, you're worse than streaky. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, I, I just think that that it's Texas is th- Texas is three and three, aren't they? Uh, yeah, Arkansas, US, and OSU. Uh, have they had their buy yet? Though I don't think they have. A, they've had a buy yet. So I think are they two and are, they, are f- they four and three. Four and three. Okay. All right, winning record. Good job, Texas. Winning record. Yeah. So for now, they still have to play <laughs> yeah. Iowa State. They still got Iowa State. They still got Baylor. They still got T. Well, they beat TCU already. Who else do they have? Um, I don't know. So my, uh, the only I think Iowa State and Baylor are really their only losable games left because they're not going to lose to Kansas or Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They, I guess they they still play Kansas State too. So they've they've lost to them before, but. I'd love oh, to was, see him lose two more times. Yeah. That was the thing back on the Heisman uh conversation, like until last week, I probably would have told you like B. John Robinson, he's definitely the best running back in the nation. But like he still if put up numbers if, against yeah, if, he's on a, if he's on a crappy Texas team, though, he's not gonna win the Heisman. Like running backs on crappy teams just don't win that, like win that award. But and that's the thing. So, like nobody else that's in the running right now has had like their quote unquote Heisman moment. Caleb Williams had his whenever he wasn't even a starter. Yeah. So that's I don't the know. only silver lining in the OSU Texas game is the good news is one of them's going to lose. That that is true. So it's nice. I mean, at least Texas is eliminated. We're not going to see Texas in the Big Twelve championship game. That's probably more than, yeah, more than likely not. A lot of stuff would have to happen unless OSU just. Blanks the bed, then, then it's pro- it's probably going to be them. Yeah, that is true. It's either I could see. Well, you know, Baylor really couldn't. It's honestly the Iowa State or OSU that are going to be in it, and that all comes down to whether or not Iowa State wins this week. If Iowa yeah. State wins this week, then it's really anybody's game for who plays us. Yeah, if OSU beats Iowa State, though, you got to think they're probably eliminated because they have to play us as well still. Yeah, that's true. And then at home, and then at that in Norman, and then at that point, it makes a if we run the table and say say Baylor runs the table outside of us, and then say Iowa State runs the table outside of us, then it opens up like a, a three way tie scenario, and in that case, I don't know who you put in. Yeah, what do they look at head to head and stuff? I don't know. Yeah. it would be kind of interesting to play OSU back to back weeks. I don't like that though. It's really hard to beat a rival back to back. We we split with Texas the year that we beat them in the Big Twelve Championship. We we also we beat TCU back to back weeks though, whenever we played them in the first Big Twelve Championship. Yeah, but Lincoln just bends Gary Patterson over. He just that is, Gary that, Patterson. But he, he owns Gundy, Gundy too. too. Like the closest. A lot of veteran. a lot of people own Gundy. The, <laughs> that's true. Not but. Texas, but yeah. how long? How long if this continues till what? If does Steve Sarkeesian have two more years of three losses before they're ready to get rid of him next? Yeah, who knows, dude? There, see, Texas just has two unrealistic expectations. They're golden arrows of Mac Brown, and they haven't like. Outside of that year, like they are, like what they've been playing right now, like they're a typical nine and three, eight and four type of team most years. And that you just go back and look at their history, that's what they are. Yeah, they'll go to a good bowl. Yeah, they go to a good bowl every once in a while. Occasionally, they'll show up and make an appearance in a New Year's six game, but but to get the Big 12 championship, Texas has to run the table and get help now. Yes, after two conference losses, yes, without a doubt. So, Well, do <sighs> we want to talk about our uh, latest coming out party? Oh, yeah. Look at, I mean, we had mentioned it, what, a week or two before, a week or two ago on the pod? Yeah, it's, we spoke it into existence, didn't we? Everybody's favorite, favorite camp relationship, everybody's favorite girl from that camp relationship anyways, she, in turn, likes the same body parts we like. Yeah, we have something in common. We do. Look at that. She's a, she, no, likes, she's, she likes curves. She she likes curves. She likes she likes roast beef sandwiches, and she likes <laughs> <laughs> and she likes uh, she likes milk. So yeah, yeah, um, all things in common. But it, it, I mean, good good for her 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 good, girlfriend's cute. dude! Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming they're both of age. So I'm gonna say she they're that's pretty banging. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, good for her. I mean, question I'm, is i'm jealous i the question is would you watch uh my dad listens to <laughs> 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 this podcast no i'll text you after
1: <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks, yeah Seth.
0: congrats to the uh the lgbt community for gaining their new poster childs i know who's it. lauren's got to be the man in that relationship right well, considering she's got a man's haircut, yes, I would yeah, guess she, so. She went full on butch, didn't she? Yeah. She's, she's wearing a chain and got dude jeans on now, but hey, who am I to judge? Yeah. It's a free country we live in. And whatever, like, whenever you're at camp, whenever we see her at camp, I feel like the writing was just on the wall. She never, she hung out with Bodhi, but she was never like hitting on Bodhi. It was yeah. weird. Maybe, hold up. Theory. The one tier Bodhi knew before everybody else. I think she told him that night. She told him, Bodhi, I don't like you. I don't like men. And she, he was like, well, What do you mean? I don't like your kind. She's like, What, like white dudes? No, dudes. No. And then dude, that just, dude, no, penises in general. <laughs> and that just broke little Bodhi's heart. Yeah, he, he drove her. He was the last guy that she liked. He pushed her he pushed her into lesbianism. Yeah, just imagine being the being the person that drives somebody to be to go gay. Like, yeah. You you were that bad that they were like, Nope, that's enough for me. Wow. Yeah, that would be tough. Yeah. That would make you totally reevaluate your D game. Oh dude. Non existent apparently. But uh, in other, more news, uh, back on the football talk, and oh, what's going on in LSU? He just – his contract's not getting renewed, right? He's kind of getting the Jason Garrett, Jerry Jones treatment. I think it was like a mutual parting of the ways that wasn't so mutual with him. But it, he, now he's going from go Tigers to no Tigers. So, he's coaching the rest of the season, right? Yeah, I think so. That's just such an awkward, like, just fire him if that's the case. Let his interim take over and find a new coach team in the year. Yeah, that's always really awkward when, when everybody knows they're leaving. It's kind of like the the Last Dance documentary about yeah. Joe Jackson that last season. Because it's going to be funny if LSU, like, ends up going – I think they have three losses on the year. It's going to be funny if they end up going, like, eight and four or something at the end of the year and they end on a high note. And it's like, well – Kind of like idiots firing them now. Yeah, I don't. They're after they won the national championship because they had Joe Burrow who was a stud. They just set their expectations way too high. These teams. Yeah. Well, an LSU of all people should know they don't like they're not the type of team that's like competing for national championships every single year. Yeah. Like they they always have like one flash in the pan team, and then it's in between like eight years of mediocrity. So. Um, That's tough for Coach tough. O because he'll, yeah. he'll he'll get a good job though. I mean, who wouldn't hire him? Eh, I think he's probably done coaching. I you bet, bet he'll be done. A, I bet he'll be a guy that they'll pull him up on ESPN and he'll be he'll be some like color commentator or something like that. Are you serious? Some... You can't understand it. Well, I'm not saying like in a game. I'm saying like right, he went out support. there and uh, he, uh, <laughs> ran that slate route go uh, over the middle there to score to tell you it's a first down. Go Tigers! Go Tigers! No, oh here's a, actually he has got a great career lined up for him at Barstool Sports. They could make so much money on Edo. Yeah. Like yeah. Anytime like that. Anytime they have rough and rowdy where they have the midges fight. You bring him out, he's like the Bob, the Bob uh, Barker, is that his name, or who, whoever the guy is that, like, says, ladies and gentlemen. That Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. Well, no, no, it? it's Michael Michael Buffer. His brother Bruce does UFC. Michael Buffer is uh, the, the okay. famous boxing one. His brother does the same thing, though. Yeah. Bruce. Yeah. Bob, you're thinking of Bob Barker, the the former <laughs> Price Price <is laughs> yeah. right host. Is that dude still alive? He's still alive. He's the one that uh, Happy Gilmore beat up on the golf course. Yeah, but that movie was made like fifteen years ago. He's he's a lot I mean, we would have heard if he died. Yeah, that's true. That would have been a big thing. Yeah. Uh, there was something else that no worries that happened this week. What do I, think? I don't remember what it was. I moved uh, into last place in fantasy. My team oh. stakes. Russell Russell Wilson getting hurt was kind of the nail in the coffin. I yeah. have Derrick Henry who's like <laughs> hoisting this team up. <laughs> World's strongest hey. man style doing a power clean right now. Hey, That's I'll trade too. you. I'll, I'll trade you Matthew Stafford for uh, Derrick Henry. I need a running back. That's right. I, I yeah Derrick Henry. Is, <laughs> I don't. Is there any debate? Derrick Henry is the best running back by far, and probably. Yeah, I mean he's a uh, stud. The thing. So, oh, oh. dude. So in all my league, I think I know I have Kareem Hunt in this league. I have him in my work league. I'm pretty sure I even have him in, like, the Norman League, but he's hurt, and like, he was a big part of all my teams, and now I've got to, I'm scrambling, because in one league, I have Saquon and Kareem Hunt, and Najee Harris is on a bye, so I I'm starting Naheem Hines and Ramondre Stevens as my two running backs this week. Brutal. Starting a Patriots running back who wasn't even active for three weeks this year. And then Naheem Hines, who has gotten like combined 10 carries since week three. So it'll be, be really, fun. Yeah. It's going to be a rough go of it. Uh, but yeah, I was, I was a little bummed to see Scott kind of beat me on, on Sunday. So I, that same catch that he had won the game with, with CD uh they ended up putting them over, like, 30 or something like that. That basically put our game out of reach. I think Scott was going to win anyways uh, because he still had Josh Allen to go, and I had, I think, like, Tyler Bass, and then I think I had Najee. I had somebody else going in the night. I had DK Metcalf going that night. and Yeah, like, DK Metcalf's like, not quite DK Metcalf with Geno. Yeah, it's yeah. like – like, had DK maybe gone off, I would have had a chance, but that was so like – it was going to be close. And I think Scott ended up being like 20, but still tied for first. It's like a four-way tie for first, a four-way tie for last, and then a two-way tie for fifth place. I'm hoping Garrick slips back in there in the last, but you can't have everything. <laughs> yeah. We don't even know what the punishment is anymore, so I told Caleb. Honestly, I- if Garrick loses, I would love to see him take the ACT. Is that what was decided? Well, I mean, if he loses, I think it'd be funny to see him take the ATT to see what his score would be. (laughs) He's not going to release it. (laughs) Uh, That's what's – I told Caleb the other night. We watched the Monday night game, and I said, I have a ways, even if I finish last, because Zach still hasn't done anything for losing the league, and I'm not doing anything until Zach does it from the previous year. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I love that people saw the, the dump that Clay left on my hands, and they're like, nope, we don't want any of that. That was the end of that. <laughs> people said, nope. That was just putrid. Other than that, I mean, it was fine before that when there was nuggets getting left, but once once actual spuds started getting laid. <laughs> and that wasn't even a spud. That was like a cow patty that was in my <laughs> well, hand. That probably still sticks oh, up dude. his backyard. It's still lingering. <laughs> There's probably... St- I probably like, still catch whips of it on my hands sometimes, still in the grooves of my hands a year and a half later. You threw it into his flower bed, so I want to see like when Jim went out there to tend <laughs> to the flower bed if she got a handful <laughs> of that. Hey, well, I bet those flowers probably grew to be like the best flowers they had all year. Oh, there was there was definitely some, some chemicals in there that would that would <laughs> enhance growth. Oh, man. Uh, oh, let's see here oh that was one other thing i want to talk about i texted you all the different shit that was going on how about the old tennessee shit storm that was that happened on saturday where there was people throwing stuff yeah that's wild so i had i didn't Watched the game. I think it was on – I was actually on the SEC network. Um, but, like, the call that they had gotten all pissed about, like, they they're pretty justified with being mad about it because, like, it was, like, fourth and 22. And in my opinion, the guy looked like he got the first down. But they reviewed it and said, he like, they couldn't overturn it or whatnot. And then everybody th- started throwing stuff on the field. And then I noticed this Lane Kiffin was walking off. Somebody threw a water bottle at him. that looked like it was filled with just like the bottle was like half filled with dip spit. Oh, nice. You got to love to see that. And Lane caught it one-handed too. He o would that thing. But... I'm sure he did. I'm sure he tweeted about it afterwards too. Oh, I'm sure he did. It's like the guy. It's like the woman that threw the water bottle at Larry Elder in California at the governor race. <laughs> If anybody's or, hit for politics, or like whenever George Bush was talking about uh, Saddam Hussein at that conference, and the dude threw the shoe at him, dodged it like it was nothing. He was laughing. He was, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: ladies and gentlemen,
0: him. we got him. We got him. Old G W. Powell also died this week. Call Pell? Yeah, the Secretary of Defense, kind of the architect behind the Iraq War. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super in touch with all these political figures like you are, but I guess that comes with the territory being a history major. In true, in true fashion, too. Right after he died, uh, Trump took to uh, his publicist page and oh no, <laughs> uh, called him a rhino and said he was always quick to bash Republicans and made a lot of stupid decisions. He went on and on and then at the end he said but may he rest in peace but may he rest in peace <clears throat> oh man he really like... until he couldn't hit back and slipped in a little jab <laughs> that is what trump does best he is he likes to punch when people can't punch back <laughs> hey, at, when least he... He can pu- at least he can punch biden doesn't even know how to punch Let's he go couldn't right throw it. he couldn't throw a punch yeah uh, Am I a bad person when he came out? He was just ripping on John McCain that I thought it was kind of funny. Because <laughs> John McCain, eh, nah, he was kind John of a became, jerk. John McCain became a pussy in his older years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should have just been a Democrat. That's what he was. Uh, he, he was, he loved getting down and sucking on Barack and uh, Michelle's dicks. So. <laughs> Michelle has a bigger one than Barack. She does. Apparently, she's a man, too. Want to get into some conspiracies. Have you heard that conspiracy? I have, and I, I it's not too far-fetched. I mean, she's not very feminine. No. It's like... And she took, she took junk food out of the school cafeteria. I'm still mad about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. because I remember the... I guess you would have been a, a freshman. They still had the, the... What was it? Snack Shack? Is that what it was called? In the yeah. Mid-high? That's ridiculous. They had, they had great food there, and then I apparently like that next year. Granted, I was at the I was the senior high at that point. Nothing, of course. And all the all the vending machines got swapped with nasty stuff. But... yeah, traded my A uh, and W root beer for vitamin water. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Hey, that's good for that's good for my business. We make that stuff. Oh, sorry, but <sighs> or, I'm, not taking, I'm taking my soda
1: over over over
0: vitamin water though we're not sponsored by Niagara so I don't have to worry about that yeah this pod has no affiliation yeah you you definitely need to be careful (laughs) none whatsoever these are the views of (laughs) Sethry Hindergard all opinions are expressed or of his own (laughs) and do not in any way reflect what the company of Niagara Water Bottle Company thinks yes exactly Oh. But uh, we got a big game this week. Got we got K coming to, or I guess we're going to K. That's perfect. I'm perfectly fine to play that game on the. Road. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to go to the game But wants to go to Lord, or the Gaylord Family Memorial Stadium to to watch that. No, that would be a game that people watch from Logies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's good that we get it out of the way at 11 a.m. I don't want to waste my whole day watching that thing. Uh, Plus, it'll be nice to go to 8-0. That looks, that looks even Yeah, well. it's like the first time we've done it since 2004, I guess. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised that, too. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I guess. How we'll... do we get on here? I start yawning like crazy. Uh, I was told, Caleb texted me and told me to make sure I put in a plug. Oh, uh, we, do we have about, a new sponsor? No, about Clay's roster. Apparently Uh-oh. it's... uh. Hold up. on. We're going to do the bashing of Clay brought to you by WHT Cattle Company? WTH Cattle Company? Yeah, he has... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. He has four quarterbacks on his roster. <laughs> His name on, is on now. Clay, I don't want Clay's to talk roster. about it. On Clay's roster right now, he has Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. He has Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. He has Matt Ryan. Uh huh. And he has Joe Burrow. Oh boy. And then I'm look, so I'm looking at it now. He's got two guys that are on IR. Yeah, I just can't. <laughs> Can somebody explain the four quarter and so four quarterbacks and two kickers? Eh, oh man. Like, why are you why are you shelving a kicker? You have Justin Tucker. He's ranked for gra- his position. You're really holding Ganoe Graham. Ga- he's really holding Graham Gano for one week that he needs him. He's uh, I mean, you can just go pick up a kicker and it's going to go get like, you what Graham Gano's going to get you. Exactly. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker's ranked second. He's having a great year. I don't know why Graham Gano's on the roster. But... Oh, I've got the I've got the number one ranked kicker that's here. How about that? Who is it? Tyler Bass. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's on a buy this week, so I had to pick up somebody. I had to pick. I picked up Hakeem Bootker. Oh, the one, yeah, yeah, the one that Garrett dropped. <laughs> yeah, the one that Garrett took in like the fifth round and dropped. Yeah, how was how's that, uh, dude? That has to be the highest pick that's ever been dropped. Not because they got hurt. Has to be. Zach still hasn't done his lineup against Clay though. He currently has a quarterback on bye, a defense on bye, and just no kicker. <laughs> he's Caleb Brown in it. Uh see yeah. So I'm having to start so I had Kareem Hunt. He's on IR. He was my flex. Um, and Dalvin Cook's on a bye. So I have to start Miles Gaskin, who He's ranked 22nd, but he go he went 11, 8, 9, had zero against Indianapolis, then had 31 against Tampa Bay, then had two last week against Jacksonville. So, talk about boom or bust. Hey, you can root for me this week, though, at least tonight. First of all, I'm playing Garrett. so I know you're rooting for him. Oh, you know I'm rooting for you, baby. And my quarterback, I'm starting Teddy Two Gloves tonight. Uh, I mean, I'll be – I'll be rooting for you because I want the Broncos to do good. But, man, I'm tired of this motherfucker. <laughs> He's put up 19, 21, 11, 6, 18, and 17. So, I don't really know what I'm getting from him. I'll take I'll take 15 and up from Teddy tonight. Well, really, so he should have had – hold up. He left eight points on the board last week. So, really, against Las Vegas, he should have had 20, 25 yeah, uh, he has boomed zero of his six weeks and busted two. Okay, so he's a boomer. Yeah, he's a he's a boomer. And oh. he's, play, he's playing against the Browns, who who uh, it says is pretty pretty favorable matchup. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how much I believe that. We'll see. He's rostered in twenty percent of leagues, so that's good. Don't mind me. I'm pulling something out of laundry right now. I was seeing if any I didn't stop wearing it. I'm wearing this white sweatshirt because I only get it dirty every time I wear it. What? <sighs> uh, uh, Godfathers? <laughs> no. Didn't actually go there. But we're at the sports place and I set my hands down on this table and looked – or licked my elbows back up and had a thick and black smudge on the elbows. It kind of got off, but you got to hate a black smudge. You do hate a black smudge. Oh. Well, in and, and, uh, news down here in Norman, Jacob Coach Field intramural football team is going to the championship next year. No way. Yeah, he's playing. He's playing for the ship, and they're doing a thing that the winner of the open league is going to play the winner of the frat league. So if really? he can win it, if he can win it, then there'll be an exhibition game against oh. maybe his brother. Is, is oh, that be awesome? Who else on Jacob's team? Nobody who you'd know. It's it's his NBA program has a team. Oh, uh, that's almost cheating having uh, having NBA kids. I've met one of the guys on his team is this short stubby guy with a mustache and he uh and long hair and he introduced ourselves himself to Pierce and I at Logie's one night and he said his name was Ron and we found out Ron. later we found out later his name's actually not Ron he just says his name's Ron because it sounds like a porn star <laughs> Okay that's pretty awesome and then we saw him at the at the TCU game on Saturday he uh he crashed into us when he was trying to walk by us, he stumbled, he stumbled into us and then stumbled into another group of people. He couldn't walk straight down the <laughs> down the line, so he he had had a few like, nine dollar Michelobes. He yeah, or he pre-gamed it hard. <laughs> oh man, oh. Varsity Ron, Varsity Ron, baby. Well, I don't have a whole lot else to talk about. We no, we, the Bruins go to PC West this week. Oh, Friday night, boy. playing against at sitting at one and six, looking who's to there, get, pick up our second win. Who's their one win against Claremore? Oh boy, we just lost to Ponca City last Thursday night,
1: 34,
0: was close? 34 to seven. We lost. Oh, you can't! You got destroyed by Ponca City. Destroyed. I was at. I was at that game. Classic, misty, cold.
1: It's always, always
0: how it is when we play Ponca. Yeah, it's always they just they set the weather there. Yeah. So how, is uh is Coach Sports starting to feel a seat heat up? No, Coach Sports. A, coach Sports a phenomenal football coach. Does a great job. We just don't have any talent. Bartlesville probably doesn't even fire coaches for performance. They're like, you're a good guy. We'll keep you around. I hope we nobody. I hope nobody hears this, but uh, the, the our our former defensive coordinator is not there anymore. Nichols? Yeah. What happened then? Did he get canned or did he just leave? He was asked to leave because he was so bad or because people hated him. I don't know any details. He's just gone. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure he'll turn up in two more years whenever the next coaching staff's in. <laughs> <laughs> When there's some turnover, Nichols will be back. Yeah. For some reason, he just can't get a, get away from Bartlesville. From yelling at people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised that his second stint was shorter than Poole's stint as a DC. He was, he was a much better coach than Poole, but... Yeah. Poole, Poole had the athletes, though. Poole did have a little bit better crop of, of guys... But that's in the we should pick up Putnam City West is just atrocious. They're an atrocious football team. So, are we they should really? pick up win number two this week? And then we got Sand Springs and Choctaw. So, we should finish up the season two and eight. <laughs> yeah, because Choctaw's got some dudes. And
1: yeah, for Choct- s-
0: Choctaw's good. Sand Springs is always, you know, pretty good. salty. So, It'll be, uh, it'll be uh, probably a two-win season for the Mighty Bruins. Mm. What, and how many people are showing up to the games on Friday night? Maybe like 20? Home games? Yeah. Oh, well, there's still a bunch of high school kids there because that's the thing to do. But they yeah. don't stay long. It's kind of like OU students at the game. Oh, trying enough. to make sure they get in the Logies for the line. It's <laughs> up. Fair. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything yeah, else? Yeah, I don't have anything. Yeah. Uh... I guess we'll, I can plug our second sponsor, E78 Fitness Performance. Uh, we didn't really have any Coach Corner, but, yeah, we thank you to our sponsors as always. Uh, good to have people on board. Hopefully we, we can get some merch flowing soon. That'd be pretty dope. But, I saw a girl on Campus Corner Saturday night who uh, Was wearing up. a WTH? No. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, she, uh, she threw up for Campus Corner. Uh, she threw up got to the you know she was leaving logies got to the curb threw up in the street her friends basically (laughs) like she tore acl were basically hobbling her both you know they both had a hold of her arm hobbled her over to the other side of the street and she managed to throw up on the other side of the street so (laughs) ralph couldn't make it you know what ralph 15 yards ralph twice and then basically we saw her piled into an Uber and that was that was the end of her night. Nice. Uh, but yeah, just, just just a really, really bad look. We saw her in in Logie, she was uh she tried to go down that ramp and I full on look like look like Spencer Rattler taking a sack.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, that
0: reminds me. So apparently it's a Friday night. We oh we went out at the festivities. We were we were at this one place. establishment. And so I'm sitting there and there's a few there's like a couple girls by us. And I was sitting there talking to them and I guess some song came on and I started like dancing to. Yeah. Not like not like dancing dancing, but I like I was like moving around to it. And apparently while this was all happening, my two friends that I was with were like starting to get into a fight with somebody. Like they were like bowing up to people, getting ready to fight just in the middle of this place. Oh no. And they turn around and look at me, and I'm just sitting here dancing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> That's familiar. <laughs> And then next thing you know, they're gone. And, like, the guy, like, the two girls I was sitting there with, one of them was his girlfriend, and the other one was her friend. And I was like, well, what do we do? Because I don't know where they would went after that. And so we, like, called an Uber and went back to my truck. And then I don't know what happened after that. Hmm. But. That's it for Campus Corner. Yeah, that is. Sponsored yeah. by Easton and Set. Sponsored by E78 Performance. Well, will H- get, H- H- get you a workout in with yeah. with Zach Romines. They'll help you get in athletic shape and in campus corner shape. They go hand in hand. Exactly. Got to be a, well, a well-oiled a well machine to handle both. You can't. I mean, obviously, that one girl wasn't. Clearly not. She wasn't in, she wasn't in shape. She had a tough week, had too many Trulies. <laughs> Uh, probably probably had a uh, bang bang or a, a pink p word at the bar probably one of those sugary drinks and uh, the, the two truly's and the and the mixie threw over the edge and she oh was man you just hate to see that that's why you got to get some hard liquor in you you got to get some tequila or some 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 whiskey in you to, to balance all that out i don't think i looked at her i don't think she could uh i don't think whiskey was her thing <laughs> i think if she took a swig of whiskey she probably would have just ralphed there immediately <laughs> oh man well uh, it was miss- a pleasure oh uh, well it was we look forward to being back with you guys next week uh hopefully hopefully the fantasy gods are, are kind to us this week you need you need to win bad uh, i need yeah my seat heating up okay and i think if you win this week you might have a chance to be in the in the playoff contention. It's t- it's anybody's race at this point. It is. You just got to win. It's just time to start winning. The buck stops it. with me. I'll take I'll take responsibility <laughs> for my guys not playing. But then you are going to be in the in the locker room after your game. If they put up eighty five, you are going to go and smack each one of them on the face. You are gonna be like, there is no passion, there is no aggression. That's what that's the pep talk I want to give my team every time they lay an egg. The other day I got in there and I went to say a non denominational prayer. <laughs> And I said, I look around and we got a spicy team, blacks and whites and blacks man, and Mexicans and, oh, heck, there's a lot of blacks. <laughs> and then I pointed at this one guy and I said, we even have a 9-11 Islam. And he said, I'm French-Irish. And my assistant coach said, zip it, camel. Zip it, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, well, well, I'll see you next week. All right. I'll see you when we see you. Thanks, man. Yep. Coach's Corner is brought to you by E78 Fitness Performance. Whether you're Tyreek Hill and you're just trying to shave that extra tenth off your 40 time, maybe you're Josh Giddy and you just need to bulk up so you're out of the NBA in six months. Thanks, Presty. Or maybe you're Jody Brown and you're just trying to shed that beer gut and gain a little extra speed that'll give you what you need to chase down Garrick with an ax. Whatever your fitness needs are, Zach and E78 have you covered. At $40 a session or 12 prepaid sessions for $400, you're not going to find a better personal training program that's better suited for you. Zach certified is certified as the best in the business and he's got the football's finest seal of approval. Contact him today for more details for all your fitness needs. As always, this episode is brought to you by WTH Cattle Company. Uh, We really enjoyed you guys being with us. We hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Um, Until next time, we hope all your fantasy dreams come true. And take care and brush your hair. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered in oil Strumming my sixth string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp, hey, they're beginning to boil Wasted away For my lost sugar salt Some people claim That there's a woman to blame But I know It's nobody's fault